Chicago, y'all recently heard Smino with no L's off his album Love, uh, Love for Rent. He's going to be in town March 21st at the Aragon Ballroom alongside Jid. You never know who's going to pop out. But I'll tell you who just popped in. The one, the only, Chris Classic is in hey. the building. How you doing, my brother? What's good? Let me get you some claps. <laughs> I got to get you some claps, man. You've been working and hard. some real claps, too. You know, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. <laughs> let's do that. What's good? What's good? Now, you know, Chicago, you all don't know this, but I was... I was on my artistry uh, a little while ago, some some time, time ago. And um, one of the studio that I visited to help me record my project was uh, Classic Studios some mm. years ago. And um, just seeing the growth mm. of the studio in general, my brother, it's been phenomenal to watch. You as a person, uh, it's been phenomenal to see your growth, uh, the team around you, seeing Smino's growth, Monty growth. You work with another artist known as what developing jazz. Mm -hmm. Like everybody, it seems like everybody that gets around you, once they touch you, they turn into like gold, my brother. So I just, I just want to salute you on that and give you your flowers early before we even start, my my man. So hey, love, thank, thank you so much, bro. Um. Before I, w I came here, I was actually trying to see if I had any of your music that I recorded. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, I don't even have any of my music. <laughs> well, I do, but I don't have it on me. <laughs> you slick. I was really trying you, to find it. <laughs> you slick. You tried to put me on the spot in front of everybody. It's all good. One, one of these days to come. Mm. One of these days. But yeah, I, no I, love. Appreciate it. I always want to, um, you know, appreciate the journey and and everyone that's been a part of it since the beginning because mm -hmm. you definitely been there since the beginning too you yeah know? yeah yeah i mean I, I haven't been there since the beginning beginning the basement days are always here about mm -hmm. like when the studio was born in the basement i mean let, let's take it back to the beginning man uh what, what's some of the things that you you miss about the beginning stage of, of classic studios uh being naive mm. being very naive because um it allowed me to really explore and just try things mm -hmm. without overthinking. Now that I'm like, you know, beyond 30, um, I feel like I've experienced so much and, I've, uh, and I'm be trying to learn how to communicate even more how to create the journey for artists, you know? And I feel like I've just been in it so much. Mm -hmm. So it's like day by day, I'm... It's all about action. I'm not. I'm not thinking about like, hey, let's. You know, I'm not trying to talk too much more so than than trying to prove to you what I'm trying to do. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's been a lot, a lot of me talking. And as an engineer, I don't. I, I talk less and do more. Like we, we, we try to. We're problem solvers at heart. You know what I mean? So, yeah. so when we try to figure out the source of the problem, the next thing we want to do is like, how do we attack it? You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So now it's like. I've been learning how to communicate the process a little bit more in, in my beyond 30. I'm going to just say that. Not that, That's growth, real growth. Yeah, my beyond 30 years. <laughs> I'm beyond 32, and yeah. trust me, I wake up every morning, I pop my one vitamin a day, okay? It's, <laughs> it's that real. But I heard you say a key word, yeah. engineering. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. you to my knowledge, you kind of like let go of engineering to manage. I did. So to hear you still say the word, you know, to to still hear you take engineering at heart and say you engineer, I mean, how do you look at things now? Do you do you still engineer? I do. You do? I do. Um, I think it depends on the project. Uh, I always ask people to send me the music and see if I really resonate with it. Okay. And if I do, then I'm down to work on it. 
you know, and I'm also down to work with people's budgets. I mean, of course, I'm going to be on the higher end of things, but, you know, my time is money. It's, it's value. It's valuable right now. <laughs> you can do that. You can do that. Right. I mean, hey, you, you, yeah. you prove to the world that, right. uh, yeah, that it costs to get that quality. Yeah, but I'm also willing to work. Like, like at the end of the day, it's like, if I'm a fan of the music, I'm, I'm going to give it a chance. You gave me a chance, man, oh, and I thank day. you. Gave all a, day. a lot of my homies a chance, Look at where too. you're at right now. I know, right? I know, right? I still you got had the voice. I had to beg you to get on that wall of fame, but, but check it out. It's the voice, bro. <laughs> it you is the, the voice. voice. <laughs> Appreciate the love, man. And um, mm-hmm. let's, let's actually chime in on what even started, you know, what even led you to become an engineer in the first mm-hmm. place? Well, I started off um, as a producer. Um, I used to go to uh, beat battles every day or... Every other day, every other week, I used to be out. All my friends were DJs, um, parties, just good. Oh, we good. Um, yeah, so I was uh, producing a lot, and a lot of my friends early on were were all producers. So my closest friends early on was Stefan Ponce, to Tapes, to uh, Nascent, uh, shout out to Nascent, Seasick. Like, these were the people who were coming coming to my house, Lon, Ron, Lon Renzel, you know, like them people, um, everyone was coming to my house. And mind you, my house is not close to a lot of people's houses. So when I would hear people taking buses and trains, you know, taking the trip to my house, and I felt like I, I made something special where I created a space mm-hmm. to cultivate a, a sound, you know what I mean? Or, or cu- cultivate a community, for real, for real. Like that, that was like my first step in all this is, let me see what we have all together and what are we missing, mm-hmm. you know? And I felt like in me being a producer, I learned the process of being an engineer and I loved that process way more. And I felt like that was the thing that, like that's what I gravitated towards. So I went to school for it. I went to Columbia, graduated 2011. I was, I think it was only 10 people in my class. One of, yeah, one of ten. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's always like a hundred people it in your did. class it, it at just, Columbia, and then it, yeah, it's like. Dang. Do you feel like that's because of, like, the budget, or was it tough? Mm, the curriculum was tough? I think it's, well, engineering is intimidating if you if you learn, if you're trying to learn the aspect of, like, the actual science behind it, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I think a lot of people who went to Columbia, they they were there to network honestly and after their first year they would find somebody that they connected with and would make music with them mm-hmm. and would be like i don't really need this right now you, you know like we could just create uh freely and, and and make something out of this without me trying to graduate so it's like you know at the end of the day like i i wanted to graduate just for the sake of my parents you know like you know my mom passed away from cancer 2005 and like i i really wanted to get that that degree for her and we're going to chime in more about your parents as well a little mm-hmm. bit later on in our conversation. I'm going to actually jump into a, a music break right now. Uh, Jazz. Love her voice. Hey, I was just Man. talking to her. Love her voice. Before uh, I came here. <laughs> she's so cold. And <clears throat> I know you all linked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you all link up on Unavailable? Because I'm going to get into a single off of Unavailable. Yeah, I, I put that playlist together with her. Oh, wow. Yeah, that whole album was like, I was like, hey, Jazz, these are the songs Add in what you want. Like these are the songs I feel that feel the strongest, and it tells a really strong story about what you're going through. So before I get into why, mm-hmm. how did why impact you when you first heard it? 
When I first heard why? Yes. First, the of course the production, but what she was also like her songwriting on that was she she did things that I didn't expect her to do, you know, because I was already listening to her music prior. And then when she she gave me why, I was like, Whoa, what's that? You know, and like I I, I always look for something that that throws me off a little bit because I know that other people when they engage with it, they're gonna feel somewhat of the same thing, you know? So I try to pay attention to that. I still got my very special guest in the building, Chris Classic. Can you say the last name for me, man? I don't wanna I don't wanna botch it. <laughs> Christopher Innumerable. Innumerable. In, where's the R? <laughs> Innumerable. There it is. <laughs> you said That's it. That's the first time I said it. And <laughs> <laughs> hey, we had a full circle moment off air Chicago. So you know, with me going mm -hmm. to Classic Studios and recording and Chris engineering my music, now he's behind the mic and guess who's the engineer? I am. Mr. Biko. Yes. That's the one and old. That's the, <laughs> that's what you call a moment Drop right the bomb, there. Drop the bomb, bro. Uh, boom. <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, pow. <laughs> now, you know, let's actually chime in a little bit more on, on engineering because if I'm not mistaken, you worked on Scissors Control album. Mm -hmm. And I'm pretty sure you knew about, you know, a new album that she was working on, which is SOS. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't know if you knew, but mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they reached out to you to do some more engineer work. And I learned that you, you actually turned it down because at that time you were, you know, just, just filled with work. Uh, do you look back like, man, I, I would still like to work with SZA? Do you still work with the camp at all? Um, I, um, I was actually just, it's funny that you're bringing this all up because um, we were just at the show on Sunday and saw Punch, saw my, my bro Cody who produced uh, The Weeknd, saw a lot of familiar faces and it felt like home. And honestly, like, she's good. She has a great team around her. You get what I'm saying? And I'm not the one to always feel like, hey, you know, I have to be the person to be, to do this. I was just very grateful to be a part of it. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And for me to also just get that phone call from Carter to to, to build out that studio uh, in his, uh, I think it was his family house in in Michigan, I was I was just like, yeah, I'm 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 definitely down to do that. Recorded a lot of records there. Um, I remember the first song that we ever did was uh, 2 a.m. and recorded it, mixed it, and we had to drop it on SoundCloud right away. You know, and it was an experience that I was like, I'll never forget that. You know, I'll never, I will never forget that experience. What, what was it about that experience that you know you'll never forget? Um, just being in that process to you know, to create something and just put it out in the world because I I felt like she was ready to just do that. You know, because sometimes with artists, um, and just from my perspective, being an engineer and working with so many, it's like you want to be able to create stuff, create music, and give it to everyone, right? But sometimes, like when you're in a situation or you're with a label or any kind of form of situation you're in that's helping you or supporting you, you know, they're always going to be like, hey, hold the brakes, wait, you know? And I felt like, and this is just my perspective. It might, might not be true, but it just felt like she was ready to just give people the world, uh, give her, you know, just a piece of her, you know, to everyone at that point. So she been delivering lately, yeah. too. Yeah, I mean, that's an amazing album. Man, bro, I, I be singing, and I can't sing. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my, <laughs> we went to the show here in Chicago, and, you know, I brought my wife, Jet, of 
course. And when the screens went up, uh, did you go to the show? Yet? I, have you I should it? I should have hit you up, <laughs> but, <laughs> but but no, I wanted to experience. When the screen went up, she looked to like she looked at me and 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 started to. I love you. I love you so much. But she she started to tear a little bit. I was like, oh, like that's how impactful her music is. You know, like off first rip, like the feeling of like seeing it and and hearing that first song is like it's it's influential like that. That really like like that that to me is like the difference between analyzing music and like aware being aware of music. You know, and, like awareness comes from like passion. Awareness comes from your heart. Mm -hmm. And she speaks from her heart. I got to know too to, to transition into management. Mm. Did you see some of those components in, in Smino? Oh, what? Uh, all Just that? The, yeah, the impact yes. of his his music, his sound, his character. Like, because yes. I, I got a chance to see uh, Smino hit the stage in New York, man. Mm -hmm, at Terminal 5. Thanks for coming down. Man, and that was the second showed out, sold out show. Mm -hmm. uh, he sold out one the, uh, the day before. Mm -hmm. Then he sold out another one, which was Terminal 5 the next day. And, you know, bumping into Smino when he was Chris Smith Jr. Mm -hmm. And then seeing him turn into Smeezy. <laughs> Smee. And then being, you know, Smino, just seeing him move around here in the city. And then going to a whole nother city and selling that city out two times in a row, man. It did something. And I don't know what it did to my heart, but it did something. And then knowing that you're also, you know, pushing and doing what you can to, to see the growth. I mean, I, I just want to know how, how did that even come about you know man you managing smino oh uh so i knew i knew his uh his cousin drea um and we and she was telling me that um her cousin was coming to chicago to go to columbia and if you know it'd be down to come you know come to the studio one day and i was like oh yeah and this was you know back in the day kilpatrick house days my dad's house like in the basement and he came down, played me some music, and I said, "Yo, you're straight. <laughs> you know, you're you're good. You you could stay here whenever you want. Whenever the studio is good, you're free for life. You got the classic studios card. <laughs> he, he will pop in and out of my studio yeah, session. Yeah, <laughs> right. And and when you're speaking about like that passion and that drive and all, like you know when you're talking about SZA, he's had that since the beginning. You know, and and for you to see where he's at now." is something that I've already like seen before. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's just like, now I just don't have to speak on it too much. You get to just hear it and experience it. And that's the best feeling for me. I don't have to, you know, like, hey, check this. You're like, oh, this, this is amazing. And I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm just grateful that he's in this, in this space that, you know, he's one, uh, just, you know, just like, just like very in tune with what he wants in his life, very present, a very present person, a very talented person, mm -hmm. um, and just grateful for me even being part of that journey with him because I never thought of myself as a manager. I never even thought about being a manager, period. See, and that's exactly what I was going to get into. Mm -mm. Uh, and we're going to chime into that right after the music break. Yeah. I got an artist that you put me in tune with, right? Mm -hmm. Sent me the single. He was like, hey, check this record out, man. He calls this, it calls this sound thick R&B. <laughs> <laughs> he goes by the name of Harry Ooh-Ah. Yeah. We'll be right back after this music break. It's Vocalo Radio. Welcome back, everybody. It's Vocalo Radio 91.1 FM, Chicago's Urban Alternative. 
And I got a very special guest who's been chilling with me. Chris Classic is in the building. And um, man, you know, before the break, uh, I heard you mention that you didn't even see yourself getting into management. Like it kind of like came to you. Um, and I, I, I got to know, like, with you choose, do you feel like choosing management was the right decision? Because at the time, too, before things shifted, I learned that you went to DePaul for a county. I did. And and then you you, you uh, transitioned to Columbia. And, you know, um, now you're, you're managing. Like, you, you let go of engineer, and, and now you're managing. So with you not even seeing that coming your way, do you feel like that was the best decision? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Every decision I've made has always been the best decision for myself, even the wrong ones. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, look, that's a bar. <laughs> even the wrong ones. But um, shout-outs to, to Smee for even seeing that in me because I didn't even see that in myself. Mm. Um, honestly, I was, you know, behind behind the board working. We were just speaking on this, too, 60 hours a week yeah. with everybody in Chicago, everyone coming to my dad's house, <laughs> coming to the other house, Bernice's house, and then seeing the process of that growing into where we're at right now, you know, Chicago Ave, and then the expansion. Yeah. It's like, um, it it just makes me think about like what the journey has been for me and I've always been there to always facilitate a facilitate a part of me that I could offer as value for someone else does that make sense mm -hmm. you know and I think when you even think about like my first like I'm just even thinking about this overall because you know you don't think about your life while you're in it you know right now like when I first started being a producer I always felt like the missing piece was like oh y'all don't have no engineers let me be an engineer you know, and that inspired me to learn that a little bit more. And I was like, oh, I love this. And then when I got into the process of being a manager, uh, when you're speak, when I'm speaking on that, that was the same time when I was working on control. And I was also getting um, getting married. It was 2016 when all this happened. Sheesh. At the same time. And I know somehow, some way, you know, that, did did that affect family at all with so much going on? Um, was there a time you thought to yourself like, eh, I need to, I do need to take some time and just, just focus on you know my family and just relax a little bit, you know, from them sixty hours. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. Um, that's why one of them had to go, and engineering was the thing that had to go. Man, it had to go, and so I brought me. Uh, bought me his first flight to South by Southwest to meet Henny, who is our, who is the co-manager for Smino. Um, we met there, and while we were at South by Southwest that whole week, he was like, "And hey, you might as well just be my manager." And I said, "Sure." <laughs> <laughs> Not knowing how, no you hesitation. Know. <laughs> yeah, hey, I feel like that. I'm, well, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna ask you, but I feel like it makes the artist work harder. You know, with you, Smee. And all the artists that, you know, you work with, um, that you do manage, do you feel like that makes, you know, make them work a little bit harder knowing the sacrifices that you've made? Um, repeat that question again one more time. So, you know, like with you pretty much making all these sacrifices to make sure things work well for your artists, mm, do yeah, you feel yeah. like that make, you know, the artists work harder? Yeah, yeah, of course. Because I want to I show action first. I don't like telling people what to do. That's like, that's like the worst way to kind of like guide somebody in their journey. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like, 
I want to walk with you. I want to be like stepping, st- like, right. I'm right next to you. We're working together to to get this together. You get what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm not gonna be the one to be like, hey, you gotta. It's like, no, no, no. Like, hey, we got it. Like, it's the words we say. It's like we gotta get this together. You get what I'm saying? So, I am, yeah, hundred percent. You know, like I like I said, I wanna I wanna show people first before I could tell them what to do. And you just showed people some some big news, man. I remember yeah. when you texted me. You was like, I got some news coming. I called. I hit you first. <laughs> you, what, what? You what? Yeah. You hit me first? You hit, yeah. You hit me? What? Hold up. I'm I hit sorry. you first. Wow. I was I re- like, who? <laughs> man, you hit me up. You say, look, I got something big coming. And sure enough, it was a big deal. My brother, you purchased Soundscape. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that studio has significant history, mm-hmm. and you purchase it. See, Soundscape ain't just a studio. It's a building. It's a whole, yeah. It's, it's a building. Some yeah. people don't understand that. That's a whole building. It is. Filled with amazing things inside. I mean, from level to, I think it's three levels or four levels? There's three floors. Three, three floors of goodness. Yeah. And you <laughs> you purchased this building and made it an addition to classic studio. So, I mean, what even motivated the per- uh, the purchase? Um, it was our 10-year anniversary. And I actually let me re- rewind that. Um, I was trying to find a building for the past 4 or 5 years without with, with no luck. I couldn't find anything cuz I wanted to invest in something that was like of course mine um and to create a space that I could like really grow in. You know, it's like it's hard for me to invest in a place that I'm running, you know? So for the past 4 year 4 or 5 years, I was like, "Oh, let my Found something during the pandemic. It was really cheap. Didn't work out though. You know, some uh, developers came in, bought, grabbed it, cash. Oh, I've been hearing about cash. developers doing that lately. Came in, cash, and I'm like, I can't beat cash. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was our 10 year anniversary, uh, August 12th. Um, we had a party at Easy Does It, and all I remember was Colar uh, congratulating me and then saying. How would you feel if we weren't neighbors anymore? And I was like, what does that mean? You know, Cole are always cryptic. Mm-hmm. And I, he's like, um, how would you feel if, you know, like, would you want to rent or, you know, buy Soundscape? And I was like, what? You thought he was playing. <laughs> you thought he was joking. <laughs> yeah, I thought he was joking. But um, the week after, he, we we went straight into it and sent, me, um, sent him an offer and did the whole problem we did the whole process mm-hmm. closed in february top of february how how long was the process in general did it take some months did, did it yeah take, august some... yeah four months about four months i feel like that was a, a great a trend you know a great ad i mean mm-hmm. I, some people want to know too because when when that happened <clears throat> some thought that the original classic would be no more yeah but it's a, a add-on it's, yeah it's that's why addition. we wanted to put in shout outs to hully our digital guy at the studio um he said we got to make sure it says expansion mm-hmm. it has to say the word expansion so what's the plans for for both uh i mean what what's the name of, of the new it's studio just a, it's well it's classic studios but it's we just call it the compound the compound it's just the compound you know when artists want to come in they could lock out project base um we could you could still book like two three hours you know but at the same time i want i want that space because it feels a lot more private you know it feels like it's my own space while the other classic studios on 2950 it feels like you know you're gonna run into people you're gonna 
meet people in the lobby. You know, it's like, oh, hey, what's going on? Like, hey, that's how a lot of people met. How I, yeah, I met a lot of people that way. You're right. Met producer. That's how me and Monty met. Wow. <laughs> Just, no. man, that, to, yeah, because that, I was wondering, like, what, you know, was the plans for both? And to know that both is still going to be around. 100%. It shows you, too, that that uh, DePaul... That DePaul class at accounting class, yeah, pay it off, my brother. <laughs> I walked out that class, bro. <laughs> you walked out, but at the same time, you walked out with knowledge. You know what I'm saying? And it, man, it's, it's a blessing for you know for you to continue to be able to bless other bless artists yeah. and opportunity of outlet and platform because you don't just look at classic as a studio. Mm -mm. Look at it as an outlet. Yes. So yes, 100. percent Now I, I do want to chime in because we running a little low on time. I want to chime in on um. Classic Studios. You said something earlier about like your parents, mm -hmm. um, and I remember you mentioning your mother. Again, my mm -hmm. condolences to your mother. Um, I, you know, with Classic Studios kind of like being, you know, kind of being motivated by your mother. I want to ask you, based on the success of things, what's what's something you would share with your mother? What I she she's here right now. <laughs> she's here right now. What are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, it, she's seeing every single step of the way. When you go into my studio, the first thing you see is a painting of my mom. To this day, man, she is the reason, the the why, the confidence. She's the one who put all of that in me. You get what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. what you're when you're talking about my mom, I am my mom. You get what I'm saying? So that you're experiencing her right now. That's I'm talking. She talking to you right now, bro. <laughs> that, that, I ain't gonna lie. That just I got I got yeah. a little teary eye, Chris. <laughs> I got a teary eye, man. Cause that man, look, I I can't even say no more. Uh, you gotta let people know. Um, you know, Smino is coming in town March twenty first. Um, let people know how they can get them tickets as well as how they can continue to support Classic Studios and you know what's next, my brother. March twenty first sold out. Sorry, but um, come. T we got a couple things happening before the concert and after, which we'll be announcing soon. And if we're talking about Classic Studios, you know where to find me. Well, what can they find you? I'm in, I'm at the compound every day. I hear that meetings, <laughs> ideas. That's what that place is for. I gotta I gotta share some ideas with you too, Come on. My brother. I definitely Let's do gotta it. stop by. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Appreciate you sliding. You gotta uh, uh, at least let people know uh, how they can follow you as well. I forgot oh, yeah. to say that. Chris Classic uh, with a K at the end, CK, um, and then follow Classic Studios with us. I'm gonna find my music too that you've edited, and we're gonna play it one of these days. <laughs> <laughs> one of these days. I gotta days. find it. We gonna it's play on my it drive, for bro. <laughs> we gonna play it for y'all. Uh, you know what? I wanna I wanna get into some uh, no proof from Smino, um, because to my knowledge, I'm sorry, I don't know why I, I said like, no wait. proof. <laughs> ninety proof. My my apologies. Ninety proof. Um, to my knowledge, because you know more about this this the behind the scenes of the single. This was something that J Cole wanted. Yes. But he gave it to Smino. Yeah. I mean, can you talk about that before we get into the record? Yeah, I mean, it was a song that uh that Smee already had and then um Smee's producer Groove was with J. Cole, played the record for him. Cole was like, Yeah, I really want this record. Went to him. Then a couple months had, had, like I I wouldn't say months. Some time passed by and we were like Smee just wanted it back on the album. Like, hey, let's get it back. So we asked for it back. Respectfully, Cole was a very, you know, very nice guy. I was like, hey, yeah, I got you. Gave it back. 
and we got this record featuring yeah. J. Cole on Love for Rent. I got a feeling this more in the works, too. I can't wait. I, I can't wait to see what's in the near future, man. Let's go.